Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. My name is Corby LaCroix, and the song you're hearing right now is called Great and Mighty One. It's available on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you get your music. And now, recording from the Unscripted Studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard, here's Aaron Conrad with today's guest. Great Redeemer, God of all right, everybody, welcome to Unscripted from my basement and soon to be the junction in Old Hilliard. Uh, thank you, Corby, for my audio uh, introduction. But uh, let me go ahead and make a quick introduction to my guest today, uh, Mr. Kevin Malone. And, and I, I got to tell you, I'm really honored. This is a huge honor for me as a baseball fan and everything else. But uh, Mr. Kevin Malone was named the best general manager in the game. He retired from professional baseball in 2001 after serving as the executive vice president and general manager of the L.A. Dodgers. During his illustrious 17-year career, Kevin learned all aspects of the business of baseball after being drafted by my Cleveland Indians <laughs> to play in the New York Penn League, uh, working for the California Angels, Minnesota Twins, and Montreal Expos, and then serving as an assistant general manager of the Baltimore Orioles, as general manager of the Montreal Expos, and finally, the Los Angeles Dodgers. Under his leadership, his teams earned a world championship and several trips to the postseason there's a lot more in your bio. I'm not going to read it because I think we're going to cover it. So would you all welcome Mr. Kevin Malone with me? Um, man, we talked just a minute ago in my little pregame, you know, before we went. And uh, thank you. Uh, what an honor for thank me. Thank you, Aaron. Yeah. It's a pleasure to be on. And uh, anytime I have a chance to bring truth to Carolina fans, uh, <laughs> I take that as quite an opportunity because uh, I know there's a lot of bias going on back there in your neck of the woods, but we'll try to set the record straight today, Aaron. Well, I appreciate that. And I'm actually in Columbus, Ohio. So there's, there's even more bias. Oh, towards okay. that Scarlet well, and gray, right. I mean, I, I, I I'm, am not a, a, I'm a man without a country here. <laughs> I'm not a big Buckeye fan, but if it's Buckeyes or Wolverines, I'm going Buckeyes. I, I, I don't, I mean, the Wolverines are near the bottom for me. So you can't get much lower than, than the, than the Wolverines. So go Buckeyes. Well, you just, you know, if there was a little needle at the bottom of this video, <laughs> and, and as soon as you said, I'm not a Buckeye fan, the needle went way to the left. And then as soon as you said, but I can't stand Michigan, it went, man, you just pegged it. It's all the way, it, you buried the needle on the right. So well done. Well done. Kevin. I'm trying to throw a big net out there, Aaron, and get as many people. I like to, I like to insult people and offend them and then bring them in, bring them in. So it, well, well it's done, always worked man. well, well for done. you. Well okay, done. Good. You did very well. So, but good. that's not what we came on here to talk about today. We came on here to talk about a very serious topic and a very serious subject. Uh, so just let's start at the beginning because Unscript is about stories. So, so just tell mm -hmm. us your story. And, and um, I know we've got a, a limited window here, so I, I'm not going to, just so my, my audience knows, I'm not going to rush you through things, but I do want to, we got a lot to cover. Okay. We got a lot of ground to cover. Okay. Let's tell your story, my friend. Okay. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's a long story, but let's, uh, I'll be as concise as possible. Being from Kentucky, uh, we speak slow and it takes us a long time to say, uh, one thing, but I'm just blessed and, uh, and thankful to the Lord, Aaron, because I've been given a lot of opportunities in my life. I've been on a crazy journey, met a lot of interesting people, been a lot of amazing places, but, uh, the, the greatest thing in my life is uh, is when I met Jesus, and then that's been an up-and-down journey for me because I didn't push all the marbles in. I wouldn't fully surrender it for a long time, but uh, 
through my journey through baseball, playing in college at the University of Louisville, getting drafted, as you mentioned, by the Indians, 35th round wasn't that good, but uh, the good players needed somebody to play catch with. So I was one of those play catch with guys. Uh, ended up getting a job in scouting and, and player development and was blessed to have some success, ro- rose through the ranks, general manager of the Expos in 94, best team in baseball. Didn't get to finish the season because that was a strike year. Left there after 95, went to the Orioles, couple ALC championships, couldn't get there, uh, and then got the opportunity to be the gym of the Dodgers. Was out there for three and a half years. Great experience there. Uh, wasn't able to get it done there, but, you know, God is so good in, uh, and, and blessing me with opportunities. Uh, you know, so uh, 17 years in Major League Baseball and uh, met a lot of great people, a lot of great stories. And then God put me in or I got into ministry and then God blessed me with the Mercedes-Benz dealership. I hung out with Francis Chan. We went to Thailand, uh, started uh, hearing from God about fighting human trafficking. Uh, My son along the way overdosed, was declared brain dead, uh, told to pull the feeding tube to starve him to death because if he woke up, he'd be a vegetable. Uh, It was in a coma 60 days. God, God brought him back to life. So I'm trying to give you, in a nutshell, uh, the journey I've been on. But uh, I just I just thank the Lord that he gave me my son back, gave our family a second chance uh, because of a drug overdose. And uh, I just, people ask me all the time, Aaron, why did you guys make this 20-minute docu-narrative? Francis Chan's in it. Brian Ivey made the movie on, uh, you know, why it's a very personal look at our family, the challenges of a family. But I just wanted people to know about the power of prayer, the power of love of family, and and really that God's still in the miracle business. God's a God of mercy and grace. And we can know this God through a relationship with Jesus Christ. So I've, I've had the best that the world has to offer. Baseball, cars, back in the day, ladies. Uh, <laughs> but God has shown me that none of that compares to having a relationship with him seeking God wholeheartedly and, and worshiping Jesus and following him. It's, it's a crazy journey as you know, Aaron, but uh, I'm just thankful. I've got a lot to be grateful for and I'm humbled by the opportunities I've had and sorry to be so long winded, but when you, when you give the mic to an old country boy, we, we don't know where to stop. So I'll take that as a stopping point. Well, man, we, we could honestly go, I think each one of those things that you, each one of those road markers that you just talked about on the freeway that that's been your life, we could stop and talk about each one of those, I think for a half hour to an hour. Cause it sounds like there's a, and I'd love to hear some baseball stories and I'd love to hear about Francis Chan. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fan. Uh, there, there's so many things in there that I would love to talk about, but I do want to honor your time. Um, so thank you for the, for the cliff notes version of a very full life. It sounds like, <laughs> and, and thank you for bringing it back to what's most important. Um, I know our connecting point was the, the, you said a word that I'd never heard before a docu. What did you call it? Docu-narrative. Docu-narrative. Which is- yeah, it's 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 actors acting or acting in the role of our of our family members, but telling a narrative, telling a story, and having interviews like with Francis Chan and different folks in, in uh, friends of the family. So they call that was a Brian Ivy term. I'd never heard of it either. But when he's the director, he can call it whatever he wants. So right. he he called it a docu narrative. So 
I'm not that smart. I don't really know what it means. So I, I hope I faked it pretty good there, Aaron. But hey. that, that's supposedly what it is. Well, I'm with you, brother. As far as we know, docu-narrative is, is an absolute it's in the dictionary somewhere, I bet. Um, and so documentary, but, and I know we're, we're having some good time and I appreciate that. It, no, it, we got to have some fun. It's a serious matter, drug right. addiction. Right. I'm fighting human trafficking now, but life is, is full of a lot of, of challenges and there's a lot of hurt and mm -hmm. a lot of pain and a lot of negativity in the world right now. So, uh, I think if we can stay focused on the Lord, but have some fun along the way, work hard, mm -hmm. fight hard, compete, uh, seek God wholeheartedly, spend time in the word of God, worship him. It all kind of, it's a balance, as you know, Aaron. Mm -hmm. I, I wasn't a very good husband and father. I couldn't balance. I was a workaholic. I wanted to win championships when I was in Major League Baseball. So I neglected my family. I missed a lot of birthday special events. Uh, I'm blessed to have a great Proverbs 31 wife. Yeah. I have two amazing kids. And I neglected them for many, many years. And God gave me a second chance as a father because I thought if I could just provide for them the needs, the physical needs, food on the table, nice roof over their head, cars, all this stuff, they'd be fine. But I didn't realize till late in the game that they wanted time with me, quality time, time with their dad, time with their husband. So uh, I learned the hard way. Uh, and I, my encouragement to all men out there is, hey, work hard achieve your goals, go for it, do all that you can to be the best you can be, but no, don't neglect your, your wife and kids along the way because that's a priority. And uh, we get our priorities out of whack sometimes. I did, and I still do. I think I try not to as often, but, uh, but, if, uh, but God, God wants us to, to, to be the husband and father that uh, he's called us to be. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and again, I, we could unpack that for another half hour. That, that is, those are strong words. And I literally was just talking to my college roommate this morning about those very words about um, our focus is in the, in the fine line between, a, a, between being a uh, provider protector as yes. we, we feel like we're called to do, but also being, you know, and, and chasing the things that we think are what it means to be a provider protector when the reality is a lot of us don't have, you know, don't know. And sometimes it takes something to shake us back or knock us yeah. back into the right lane. And um, yeah. you all experience that as a family. Um, and you managed, we went, see, I forgot the word right. Doc, docu-narrative? Doc, docu-narrative. Docu-narrative. Well, docu all right. So you all, all made it. There's, there's a lot of words you guys, your Carolina fans don't know. So uh, we'll just keep it simple and call it just this little short movie. You're killing me. <laughs> You're killing me. All right. Anyway, back to the, back to hey, the series. Wait a minute. One, last, Aaron, one last thing. I do like Carolina better than Duke. So thank you. If All right. So if we have to, again, we had the Michigan Ohio State. Now, if I had to pick between Duke and North Carolina, I'm going with your ugly baby blue. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in Kentucky. I get. I get it. I get. It. I, as soon as you said Louisville, they're in the ACC. Whatever. All right. But the needle keeps going back and forth. I mean, if this was one of those political, you know how they do the the, it's going up and down like the stock market right now. But we're good, man. You said you said the right <laughs> words. You hate I'm trying to be serious, Kevin. Come on. <laughs> okay, I'll get back to. Be, I'll be serious. Okay. I love it. Honestly, this has been a blast already. Um, all right, but very serious. The docu narrative. Uh, and, and please give me the link now so we make sure I get it. Okay, so it was originally at SeanMovie.com, and it's Sean, S-H-A-W-N, SeanMovie.com, but we just redid the website, and it's amazing. Aaron, 
we had a bunch of people working on it, uh, even international folks. It's, it's got a photo wall. It's seanmiracle.com where you go on. It's got photos of Sean, our family, and you, you, you press on the photo and it tells a little story. And it, it's like a, it's a full photo story wall, which leads you to watch, wanting to watch the 20 minute docunarrative. So, uh, but it's Sean Miracle, S H A W N Miracle.com. And it's worth watching it for 20 minutes. It's worth spending some time on the website. And it's really just about the challenges of a, of a regular family. People might say, well, you're not a regular family. You were in Major League Baseball, you were in Major League teams. But, you know, that's, that, that's the thing I find, Aaron, that's, that's real is, is let's just be real and be genuine with people because everybody wants to be pretenders. Everybody wants to fake it or act like they never have any problems or challenges or they never fall short. They never fail. But that's not the real world. That's not the world I lived in or the world I'm living in. But I just want to encourage all your listeners, families, fathers, mothers, brothers, sisters, that this is, this is a challenging journey we're on. But because of the Lord, we can get through these crazy times. You know, aside Sean overdosing and being declared brain dead and being brought back to life, my wife just experienced and an over and beat cancer. Praise God for that uh, mm -hmm. a year mm -hmm. and a half ago. So yes. there's always stuff. You know, we're living in a, a fallen world and there's challenges. But to me, and we were talking a little bit about as a father, how do you stay balanced? To me, you got to stay in the word of God. You got to stay in fellowship with other believers. People need to hold you accountable. See, that's the thing. When I was a major league general manager, I had I tried to get people in my life to hold me accountable because I could do whatever I wanted, really. And 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 it's hard to keep yourself accountable, but staying in the word of God, seeking him, having friends to call you out when you're messing up or doing stupid stuff or saying stupid stuff. But uh I really believe that uh the word of God is 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 so powerful and it it's what gives me wisdom and helps me stay balanced. Mm -hmm. And it's a challenge, but uh the word of God works. It works for me, and I think it works for everybody that's real about it. And you mentioned you said that you said that you, you you've grown that. Um, I think at the beginning you said that you've grown that over time, and that originally you know you weren't really living. It's I mean, you got a guy like Francis Chan in your life. I got to imagine he challenges. He's probably one of those guys that holds you accountable. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, he does. He did, and we used to hang out a lot together. Now he's you know he moved, and then he can't get back into Taiwan. I mean, he's he's a crazy guy. But let me just say this. He's a great teacher. He loves the Lord and he's real. Mm -hmm. I mean, like when we would travel to Thailand or around, I would go with him. If his wife, Lisa, or one of his kids couldn't go on like a, a trip, he'd take an accountability partner. I was blessed for a couple of years to be that person. So we'd room together. You know, uh, we obviously had our own beds. I mean, let's don't let's be serious. about. But we would just challenge each other while we, you know, and we we could say stuff to each other. People, I can't say stuff. I and mean, we would joke, you know, like locker room stuff, like. You know, it's crazy stuff. You know what I'm talking about. Right. But anyway, he's genuine. And, and and I just think that oftentimes I don't think we're real with each other. And I think that causes us to stumble and fall along the way. And, and, and I give people liberty in my life to call me out if I'm messing up, if I'm doing something stupid or saying something stupid. And that used to happen a lot more. I'm getting old, tired, and slow now, Aaron. So it don't happen as often. But uh well, now you're uh, loud because you're older. Yeah. <laughs> you have a yeah. past. It's an excuse, you know, it's an excuse. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, 
but I, I, but you know, Francis was a great brother. I've had some great men of God in my life. Uh, even when they weren't holding me accountable, they held me accountable just because we were in a relationship of friendship, you know, that I wouldn't want to bring shame on the name of the Lord. And I wouldn't want to hurt or bring shame on one of my pastor friends or one of my missionary friends or, or a man or woman of God that was in my life. And, and I think, you know, you know this and everybody knows this. It's challenging because the devil is real and spiritual warfare is real. And unless we're locked in with the Lord, and as you were talking about a little bit earlier, until I surrendered fully and pushed all the chips in, you can't really, you can't go about this, this journey half in being lukewarm. You know, you know, I was on the phone earlier with Frank Reich, the head coach of the Colts. He and his wife, Linda, are big, uh, they're fighting human trafficking. He's the real deal, man. If you want to, if you want to pull for, for a brother that's in the thick of it and he's real and genuine, he, he the Colts, I'm a Raiders fan. So don't hold that against me. So wait, wait, know, wait, 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 pin you're a Raiders fan. Yeah. So yes, sir. So we're wow. See, see? we're we brothers. Are kindred spirits. We're brothers. We why are think, brothers. Why, why do you think? Anyway, the color. Well, Look at so the colors. Anyway, Carolina I blue don't... and black. Go I ahead. love the way you work. You're, I love the way you're working it. Instead of <laughs> silver and black, it's kind of baby blue and black. But uh, I tell Frank, I tell Frank, I will pull for the coach every game except when you're playing the Raiders. Absolutely. And he didn't say anything, but he insinuated, "Well, you don't really have to pull for." Uh, us against the Raiders, we'll do. We'll take care of business ourselves. He didn't say that, but I knew he was thinking it. But yeah, anyway, we they went in last last year to Vegas and 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 whooped up on them. But anyway, so uh, but uh, but I, I just think about being real, and I think now and genuine, and just being honest with people. And we're living in a fake world. Everybody, you know, you got social media. Everybody's got to be somebody, pretend there's something that they never have any problems. But we need to help each other and. And, and really try to be unified in love on each other. And, and, you know, but it's, it's hard. I know it's, we're living in crazy times, but, uh, I'm just thankful for, for, for knowing the Lord. I'm, I'm thankful that he pursued me and I'm thankful that, uh, I'm in a relationship with Jesus. So uh, nothing else makes any sense apart from him. Man, you're, you, you ooze it. It, it just, it, it's in every one of your statements. And so, um, I'm, I'm so impressed by, by that, that, that that's where we started before we even got into anything else that we were yeah. talking about today. That's where you started. And so you set that, set that bar and it sounds like you're setting it really high and, and keeping it very high. But, um, I appreciate your authenticity in saying that it hasn't always been that way. Cause that, right. that's, you know, I think for Christianity so much, um, I think it's more perceived than it is real, but I think it is perceived that Christians think that, you know, that they're just great and nothing ever bad happens. Right, I right. think most of us that are in Christianity understand we're actually, you, you talked about the, the, the battle and the war. And, and sometimes, you know, when life's going real good, be ready, buckle up. Right. It's not going to stay that way. And you're going to face some things. And well, uh, but I mean, our hope, our hope lies in something different. And that's the difference between faith and not having faith is our hope is Amen. not here. And it's not, it's not in things even social media, it's not in any of those things. It's in eternity. And, and the, the war right. was already won. You know, we yeah, talked yeah. about a battle in the war. The war was won. We know how this yeah. book ends. Now, yeah. how we get there and the, and the journey to get there is not easy. And that's what I really try to, again, unscripted, being honest, it is not easy. It is hard. Oh, it's hard. And it's I tough. Mean, 
especially when you think you're going good and you're living for the Lord and you're, 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 you're being obedient. There's things come your way that maybe something from the past or a person from the past or, or something happens and you think, Ooh, you know, you start to, you start to, you know, question, well, what do I want to do here? But I was thinking about what you talked about hope. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the reasons we made this movie is that, the hope that's really truly found only in Jesus in a relationship with God, because the world gives you all this false hope. It's all counterfeit. Mm -hmm. it, it might satisfy for a short period of time. It might look good, sound good, smell good and taste good. But in the end, it, it doesn't last. It's like you said, it's not for eternity. And I think, you know, we're, 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 we're the, the culture we live in now, if, if we don't get canceled, if we cannot get canceled, uh, the culture we live in now, it tells you it's all about the, 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 the immediate, the personal self-immediate gratification. We're not, we're not looking to eternity. And I think that's another uh, deceptive uh, ploy of the devil is to, to get us up offline and, and to get us to think in short term. Let's just take care of what we want today and, and don't worry about tomorrow or, or, or eternity for sure. But uh, we made this movie because that's where you find hope is in the Lord. Because the doctors and neurologists were saying, our son's gone. He's brain dead. Pull the feeding tube. He's not. If he comes out of this coma, he's going to be a vegetable or in a vegetative state. And we were like, no, our hope is in the Lord. We're going to pray. We're going to fast. We're going to seek God. And as my wife said in the movie, she said, God, if, if, he, if Sean doesn't know you, if he knows you, bring him on to heaven. Bring him home. If he mm. doesn't. We need a full miracle because he needs to come back to earth to, to get to know Jesus as his Lord and Savior. And people talk about that, but and let, you know, once you taste of the Lord, the joy of the Lord is unbelievable. I mean, I've won championships. I've had the nice cars. I've ran with celebrities. And it's, and it, but it doesn't compare, and you know this, Aaron, to really walking in fellowship and being in love with the Lord. And that doesn't mean everything always goes my way or our way. And there aren't, there's challenges that come. There's pain that comes. There's heartache that comes. But God helps us get through it. And as you said at the beginning, too, I love it. God is, he, he's our provider and uh, our protector. He, he's Jehovah Rapha, the healer. Jehovah Jireh, the provider. And he is the protector. So uh, I don't know how you do life apart from him. The Bible says, Apart from me, you can do nothing. I know that now, and it humbles me every day. I think I can do stuff, but apart from him, I can do nothing. Wow. Well, um, I know I know we had a short time window. I could do this all night, honestly. Um, Let's I do it again. Yes. Because you're, are you an Indians fan? I am. I, I'm, yeah, of course. I grew well, up in Well, they'll be eliminated early on, but my Dodgers <laughs> will keep playing. So once the – either if you want to – once, I mean, we could do it early once the Indians are out, or we could wait and do it and get on and do it again when the Dodgers are in like the World Series again, or we can wait until basketball when Louisville's beating up on your 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 Tar Heels. I don't know what it. You just picked the time because you're going to be going through more suffering than me, uh, based on your sports affiliations. Or we could, you know, here's the thing. See, I want to stay on a positive. And we we could watch some Las Vegas, you know, Raiders together. Amen. Amen. You know, there you that's, go. That is that common ground. And, and the Golden Knights. Yeah. My Golden Knights are, are in a little bit of trouble watching them last night. I lived in Montreal, you know, for two years, so I kind of like the Habs. But, man, they came out and they, they, they taught the Golden Knights a little bit of a lesson last night. 
I don't know. They go nice, better show up tomorrow night or or the Stanley say goodbye to the Stanley Cup. Are you a hockey guy at all? I'm not. I no, I'm not. I don't. I know wasn't either. I, I wasn't about. either. When I lived in Montreal, they took me to the Canadians games, and you became a hockey fan, or you know, or they would they would only talk to you in French, and I only knew a few French words, so you had to become a, ha- a Habs fan. So, but go. anyway. Well, former Cleveland Indian Vinny Pistano lives here in Columbus. Uh, good friend, uh, also unscripted veteran. He's been on the show, and he he too is a Raiders fan. So there's three wow. of us. There's three of us. Well, See that? Well, let's keep counting. Uh, John Gruden. I know this guy named John Gruden. He's a Raiders fan too. So we got we'll four of that. us. We'll leave at it ten million. At what? Ten million a year. You know, I'd I'd be a fan of whatever team you tell me to be a fan of. I hundred percent, hundred percent. We got business to take care of before we get off here. This has been so fun, seriously. So, SeanMiracle.com is why we came on. And in all seriousness, yes, I'm, I'm, I don't uh-huh. mean to giggle as I said that. You're you're just cracking me up. SeanMiracle.com, very very powerful documentative. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, very in all seriousness, please. If you're hearing this, go to seanmiracle.com, check out the website, watch the film. It's 20 minutes, but it's powerful, it's really, really well done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's on how is Sean? How is he doing? He's doing great, Good. he works out pretty much every day. He's uh, runs five miles every day. He's he, he, you know, he didn't know the Lord, uh, so the Lord, you know, gave him a second chance. He he got right with the Lord, he's got a relationship with Jesus now. We've been to Israel. I've been eight times. He's been three. He studied some Hebrew. Uh, so he's doing well. I just say all that just to say physically he's doing great. Spiritually he's doing great. And uh, I'm just thankful to the Lord. He gave him a second chance. So he's doing well. Thanks for asking, Aaron. Awesome. Um, any other links? So if I'm interested in uh, any of you, you've, we, and man, we, again, I got to get you on again because the trafficking thing is no yeah. joke. I mean, I know we've had a lot no, of today, but the trafficking thing is a real problem. And it's a real problem, even in this city of Columbus. Uh, yeah. if, and I may be wrong on this, but I hear that it's one of the worst. And I hopefully I'm not getting myself in any kind of trouble here. But but I do it's, hear that Columbus is not good. And, and you know, the reality is I could mention any city USA is true. You, you're immersed in in that world um, in terms of, you know, combating it. Um, this is well, a serious letter, problem. I, so how, how can we help? Yeah. Let me give you the website. I ask people to go to it. It's the, the ministry that I, that I was blessed to co-found five years ago. It's United States Institute Against Human Trafficking. And it's USIAHT.org. And you can go to our website. It tell you, it, 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 will, t- it, it will teach you awareness. It will t- equip you to fight the fight. It will tell you how to, what you can do in the fight. Uh, it talks about all the things we're doing. Uh, legislatively, uh, we opened the first and only boys traffic safe home in America. It's in Florida for boys that have been sold as sex slaves. Uh, we we work with some rescue uh, folks that go out and can rescue kids. Uh, so uh, our website's really good. I say that because we want to educate people, but not only educate and make people aware, but give them the tools and equip them to fight this in their own communities. And we do, we have teachings on there. We, we've got videos for law enforcement. We've, we, we teach, we've got a lot of info on there. It's really good. God has blessed us and helped us uh, accomplish a lot. Uh, I was blessed 
uh, President Trump put me on an advisory council in human trafficking America, uh, work with some great people in that fight, work with the federal government to change some laws, working in, at the state level in different states to change laws to protect kids. We've got a real problem in America with men paying to rape our kids, to, to pay to, rape, to have sex with children. It's a real problem. And we've got to, we've got to figure out, Aaron, on how to change the hearts and minds of men that think it's okay to pay to have sex with kids. It's, and it's, it, the numbers are, would, would scare people. It's, but just to let you know, we believe based on research and studies and different documentation that 100,000 American boys and girls are bought and sold for sex every day in America. That's not talking about the kids that are here, international kids, kids from foreign countries. We're talking about American. So we focus on, on American boys and girls, but we also help, we help all kids. It doesn't matter where they're from, but there's a lot of people I know, a lot of ministries doing work internationally, doing great work to fight child sex trafficking, human trafficking. But we focus our primary efforts on protecting American boys and girls from being sold as sex slaves in this country. We've got a real problem here and uh, it, it's, it's bad. So I'd love to come on the next time we're on and talk, go into some depths about what's happening in America, who's doing what and, and what's going on in the human trafficking world. Absolutely. That is an open invitation. And I know we've had a lot of fun today, but, um, you know, th this is your platform and, and your this is a platform for you. Um, uh, anytime you want to come back on, you are Thank absolutely you. welcome because that not to end on a serious note, but that so and I want to make sure I get it right. U.S.I.A.H.T. As dot in Tom, org, dot org, right. OK. And I'll have all these links in the uh, the recap. But um, this has been a lot of fun, uh, the, at least up. <laughs> again, yeah. Not not the things we just we did have some business to take care of, and they're yeah. very important. But I'm gonna tell you this, man. The um, you you said it. I'll recap it. You you've sat in the highest seat in baseball. Uh, one of the the most important, literally the most important seat in in a in an organization. Um, and yet you have today chosen to discuss some very important topics, some that are, are hard to talk about, but some that are that are eternal. And that's really what I'm just so blown away. I knew we'd have a lot of fun today. I didn't realize we'd have as much fun as we have and, and you'd pick on me so much and bully me a little bit, but I'm, I'm fine. Um, it's good. The <laughs> No, I, I, I'm thankful um, that you started again. Our conversation started with, with your relationship with our Savior. And it ended, uh, and we're going to end it with our relationship with our Savior. And there's a lot of things in between that you and I can talk about. Again, open platform anytime you want to come back, because I've had a lot of fun. But I think the most important thing that both of us can share with anyone in listening to this is take the time. Fig, fig, you know, dads, husbands, um, you know, there's a lot on our plate. There's a lot on, on our wives' plates too, but I love yep. what you said about your Proverbs 31 wife. And um, I love your honesty and your authenticity and telling your story about how you weren't always, you know, there. And, and in, in the docu-narrative as well, uh, it's shared. And so this has been wonderful, man. I can't thank, thank you, you enough, Kevin. This has been wonderful. Appreciate it. God bless you, brother. I appreciate it. And I look forward to catching up with you down the road and keep fighting the good fight of faith. And uh, I look forward to, touching base and uh, i will uh please wear a different cap the next time we're on because i had to look at your face is your face is all right but it's a cap that i have cap, a face for radio so you sure do don't and 
You sure do. And we'll end on that note. God bless you, brother. God bless, Kevin. Right, Thank you so you much, soon. my friend. Take care. This has been the latest episode of the Unscripted Podcast with your host, Aaron Conrad, from his studio at the Junction in Old Hilliard. Make sure to like, share, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platforms. We'll see you next time on Unscripted with Aaron Conrad.